0: Hello. How's it going? Good. I'm hungry. <laughs> Me too. We're about to go get some foodie food after this little recording. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Chelsea. I'm Deidre. And this is Scream and Sugar. Mm-hmm. I changed the color of the. You're red, I'm green. Oh. It's cool. So, tis I coming to you live from my (laughs) kitchen slash living room. Because it's all, it's just an open concept. But anyways. Giving room. So this is going to be part two of the Arizona ghost stories. Remember last week I did Arizona ghost and I was like, oh, probably going to have to do it. A number two, so this is it. Yes, so we have some news at the end of the podcast that we're going to share. So stay tuned, stay tuned, stick around. Aru, Aru Bache... is that huh? Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. Era, when you. Arriba derci, Arriba yeah. that's goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my
0: gosh, Arriba derci. Well, leaving that in. I said
1: Arriba derci, but it's <laughs> Arriba-der-
0: Arriba derci. Arri, Arriba, Arriba derci. Okay, so hands. Let me get my little setup over here. We're gonna do this. Excuse me. Okay, hmm. so ghostly. Stories of Arizona. <clears throat> Part two. Part, Part two. two. Part dos. So this one is called El Diablo del Harden del <laughs> Carrillo. 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 Okay. I'll let you digit.
1: did good. You did good. Okay. El Diablo del. Mm-hmm. Until I got to the hard... L Road. Wait. Rolling the Devil of the, of the Garden of Carrillo. Hardin is garden yeah it is
0: isn't it didn't know that
1: okay the devil of the garden of from or of carrillo
0: okay carrillo carrillo oh okay. that's good okay so a young hispanic girl asked to go to a dance but her parents refused she had her boyfriend oh she and her boyfriend <laughs> sneaked off and danced for a time then another young man asked her to dance she accepted, but noticed that he Seemed quite light on his feet Ooh. She looked down and Realized Mm-mm. to her horror That he was floating it was like He didn't have no feet mm-hmm. <laughs> Footlo- <laughs> He had amputated <Footloose>. feet <laughs> One of his feet Was that of a goat The other a That of a chicken A hoof and a claw The g- <laughs> A hook and a claw. <laughs> the girl screamed, and another woman at the dance quickly made the sign of the cross. Well,
1: mm-hmm. hey, yeah she like, like mm-hmm.
0: a <laughs> back. The Get creature, back. which all agreed was the devil, disappeared, leaving a foul stench in its awake. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right. And he was stinking. If I touch the devil. Dancing whoo, with the devil. I ain't trying to do all that. Love my Lord, is <laughs> the words of my mama. <laughs>
1: Y'all, 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 we got to tell the story. If Some of y'all may remember when people made that little joke and was like, share this if you believe in God. Or like, it was basically like...
0: A picture of... A, it was
1: a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's him in like the cloak, and it, but it looks like a cloak that Jesus wore in all the pictures that they paint of Jesus.
0: And he looked like he could be Jesus. Yeah, like he he was someone I mean, that played with Jesus with a
1: beard. Yes, yes, he looks like the Jesus that we see. And it got it got Chelsea's mom. It got her. She posted it and then put the caption: "Love my Lord. love my Lord," <laughs> aka Obi Wan Kenobi. And it was <laughs> we hounded her. Oh, it was we great. We hounded her for so long. She was like,
0: "Shut up, Chelsea." <laughs> so yeah, that was that was crazy. So now we're dancing with the devil. Dancing with the devil. Love my Lord. (laughs) So the next one is called (laughs) the wandering fighter pilot. So all of these are from Tucson citizens. that's writing these little things to Tucson. So security police patrolling Davis, Monthon air force base. I'm assuming that's how you say it. Mm -hmm. Um, their storage area for mothballed aircraft allegedly have... Oh, wait. Let me let me, let me re-say this. Okay. <laughs> since I was questioning myself. Security police patrolling Davis Mon- Monthon Air Force Base's storage area for mothballed aircraft allegedly over the years seen the spectra of a fighter pilot dressed in Ro- World War Two era gear. Hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> slowly walking amongst the old aircraft, perhaps searching for his own place. Some have said the headlights of their patrol vehicles go out during these encounters, Mm-mm. and flashlights do not function. Mm-mm. Others said the ghostly figure walks through the security fence and across Cold Road before disappearing. Mm. So they're seeing like this dude... In this outfit from like World War Two, and then it's like once they start seeing it, it's like the lights won't work. Like the lights go out, they can't turn the flashlights on. Just I was like, now if I see someone walking, <laughs> and then the lights went out, Mm-mm. game over. Nope, game. Nope, I'm leaving. I'm leaving.
1: And then he just walks I'd, across the street, and he's like, all right, I'm out.
0: i play dead. I know it's a ghost But I would I would pl- I'd be like Jesus He'd be like I know you pl- I'm Jesus, dead Jesus o- I'm opening it up to you Take me
1: Take, <laughs> take me, me Just take me now Just send me on mm. up But
0: yeah That was kind of creepy I need an early rapture Just to put yourself <laughs> in that Situation To think of yourself In that situation Creepy Yeah I know No ma'am No ma'am No ma'am, ma'am. ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> We love that <it>. Basketball <laughs> Oh my goodness! So <laughs> yeah, I had it. to pause. Yeah, I had to pause it Great. and then come back and then I didn't tell Deidre when again. I and- knew it. I could just feel <laughs> it. I said okay, I'm being recorded, aren't I? So the next one is by Ann. Don't know. Her, I can't pronounce her last name. Mm-hmm. Deslauriers. You gotta spell it because I ain't gonna know. D e s l a u r i e r s. Deslauriers Dis-Larers is how I'm saying it, but I don't know if that's right. If it's not, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to say I can't. So, in October of 2004, my husband Dennis and I decided to celebrate his birthday with a train ride through Verde Canyon. Mm. We would board the train at Clarkdale, which is about 15 minutes, oh, from Jerome. Okay. So, I went online for a list of places to stay. Mm-hmm. The Ghost City Inn in Jerome had a nice ring to it since Jerome was a ghost town for many years. Oh. I spoke with the owner, Jackie, and told her we would like her nicest room. She suggested the Verde View Room, which is on the second floor with a small balcony that looks out over the vast Verde Valley. Hmm. I want to go. She's selling me on it. She's selling me, even That's though she doesn't say it was a ghost town. She done sold me on wanting to go and stay in that
1: room. Yeah. So apparently, if it was used to be a ghost town, that means it literally was just abandoned for yeah. some
0: point, and now mm-hmm. it's back. It's back. We back hunty. ghost town in. <laughs> we left Tucson at about nine a.m. for a, le- a leisurely drive. Leisurely. Say? leisurely drive. <laughs> north and follow the signs of the turnoffs to go up Mingus Mountain. When we got to the top, right there in front of us stood the Ghost City Inn. Oh, I was like a ghost. <laughs> I, seen your I, like, I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, no, just let me finish again. <laughs> the Ghost City Oh, okay, the inn. It is an imposing structure built in 1890 as a boarding house for mine employees. Oh. Which I thought was interesting. Miss mm-hmm. Garcia had owned the boarding house. She was slightly over four feet tall and had a big heart. She was so little. Aww. When we checked in, Jackie said, oh, by the way, the inn is rumored to be haunted. We laughed and said, oh, good. Maybe we'll be lucky enough to see a ghost. She like, girl, girl you don't rumors. wish and you got, <laughs> wish and you <laughs> shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Access granted. So, Halloween is celebrated the entire month of October in Jerome, and this is when they went. Oh. So, all buildings, trees, and vehicles are decorated. Ooh. Like, they deck it out. Yeah. Like but that'd be plan. so cool if they did that here, like, where mm-hmm. we lived. Halloween month. Halloween town. <laughs> I want a little Halloween town. That would be so great. It would be fun. That would totally you sound like that's it. That's mm-hmm. Halloween town. Sure enough does. On this Saturday night, the Ghost Walkers... Residents dressed in costumes and going up and down the streets were out. Hmm. There was a nip in the air as we walked back to the B&B. Isn't that crazy? The mm-hmm. B&B. B&B. After our dinner to get our bags ready for the morning. A few hours later, I woke up and saw Dennis sitting on my side of the bed. Mm-mm. But as I looked closer, I Dennis. realized he didn't look like Dennis. I looked over my shoulder at the other side of the bed and there was my husband fast asleep. I turned back around and the stranger was still there. Uh uh-uh. uh. He was tall with dark hair and eyes wearing a Satan shirt with a pattern of red roses. Not a Satan shirt, a satin shirt. <laughs>
1: A satanic worshipper Ghost No Scary uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness I'm Like is it Richard Ramirez Is that who's haunting her Is it Richard
0: Ramirez That's all I need to know <laughs> Tall dark hair This is why God put me on earth Because laughter is medicine Okay Just uh,
1: <laughs> The Satan shirt I was like bruh it got the heck her, like, so her eyes were
0: so big
1: I was like Richard Ramirez Is haunting this woman In Arizona <laughs>
0: okay so i love how i'll realize it like as i was saying it but addressed it after he sat. (laughs) so he sat there for maybe a minute and then was gone there was nothing at all (laughs) frightening about him (laughs) of course not he wasn't wearing a satan shirt
1: (laughs) (laughs) it takes all the scariness out just a run-of-the-mill ghost (laughs) again (laughs) hang
0: on Harlot. hang on i gotta let him down Okay, so I got him down. So the next morning I said Dennis, the strangest thing happened last night. He said to me also. He went on to tell me how he woke and felt a soft hand touching one of his hands and the other. He thought it was me until he realized this hand was quite small. It was comf- it was Not a com- so big ass <laughs> It was a comforting touch and he fell back to sleep. When he or when we went downstairs for breakfast, we told Jackie, and she said, "Ah, it was the gambler." She hadn't told us when we arrived the previous day who haunts the inn, and now she told us the gambler has been seen on the balcony of the room we were in, but never inside. So she told him like it's known to be haunted, but she never did say like I'm putting it was a, a known gamb- yeah. it, it was a known ghost, and they call him the gambler. She just was like, you know. It's known to be haunted.
1: <laughs> yeah, didn't say there's a guy who's gonna be on your balcony. Mm. Never gone inside though. Mm. Well,
0: she agreed with Dennis that it was Mrs. Garcia who touched his hands, mm. as she wanted to be sure he was comfortable. Oh, bruh,
1: just nosy after something again.
0: Harlan, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> when we got home, I decided to write a story about the gambler and how he might have come to Jerome. I needed a name for him that would have been popular back in the 1800's, and I thought of Jack. I had written several pages when Dennis said, why don't you call Jackie and ask if she knows the name of the gambler, and you could use a real name in your story. Jackie remembered us, and she said she had told our story to several guests, but so far no one else had been visited. I asked her, "Jackie, have you ever heard of the gambler's name?" She immediately replied, "Oh yes, his name is Jack. Jack mm-hmm. Stark." Mm-mm. And that's the end of it. I said, <laughs> "That's the end." Oh my gosh. She done. Mm, don't she know, don't have a criminal mission. And it was his. That was his name. Oh, his name's Jack. <laughs> but yeah, that was all. I mean, she just—they never went back. But that was their experience. Yeah. And so she just wrote about it. And I was just like, oh, oh. well. That, that Satan shirt, brother. I know. Satan shirt with the
1: roses. Paul
0: bears. Sorry. Bri- <laughs> dead. <laughs> Sorry. So the next one, that was a pretty good one, I think. Yeah. So the next one is My Family's Ghost Encounter by Sarah Lee. <gasps> <Nobody does gasps> like Lee. Literally. I know someone with the middle name Lee. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago, my family and I stayed at the Jerome Grand Hotel for one night on our way to the Verde Canyon Railroad. So okay, here's the one. Okay, same, same uh, area. <laughs> so the hotel sits at the highest point in Jerome. I may have mentioned that in the other one, but this is a different person. So anyway, about 500, five hundred or 5,500 feet elevation. Oh. Yeah. Beautiful views of the entire Verde Valley are captured from the hotel. The Jerome Grand was originally founded as a hospital in 1927 when the mines were running at peak capacity. Hmm. In its heyday, it was the most modern hospital in all of Arizona. Okay. I know, like, we're learning stuff about Arizona. I'm like, hey, hey, I want to go to Arizona now. It shut down in 1950 when the mines closed. It sat vacant for 44 years until it was purchased from the Phelps Dodge Corporation in 1994 and slowly converted to a hotel the hmm. year I was born. <laughs> the birthing so, month. Was it the birthing 1994. month? 1994.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the hotel. What was that? <laughs> my throat. Ooh, Frog all
0: women. The hotel boasts the oldest original and continually operated Otis elevator in Arizona. Hmm. Possibly in the world. Wow. The Jerome Grand has quite a vivid history. Just thinking about all of the 44 years it sat vacant with musty curtains and hospital (laughs) gurneys floating around was enough to start giving me the shivers. Mm -hmm. So the moment we set foot in the lobby, I felt something heavy in the air. This place is a time capsule. And it's crazy whenever someone refers to a place as as a time capsule. It's like yeah, like, that's crazy, because it's like, you know, so much stuff's happened, and all those years go by. hmm It's like you're stepping back into... Yeah. Time. It's crazy. I like it, though. It's truly a place that time has left behind. The first thought that crossed my mind was, I feel like I'm back in the early 1900s, like in Tombstone, when it was really the Old West. hmm <laughs> the the ghost encounter started during our meal at the hotel's restaurant the asylum my husband Juan 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 (laughs) had gotten up to go to the men's room while he was washing his hands he turned to admire an old ironing board then the faucet turned off by itself Mm -mm. at first he thought it was an was an automatic faucet But after turning it on and off several times, he realized this thing turned off by itself. (laughs) When I asked him if he saw a ghost or detected a presence, he said that he felt something almost like a spirit was mocking him. Ooh. Juan didn't dare tell our two children, Mara and Daniel. Mm. What had happened for fear, they wouldn't be able to sleep. So... They didn't want, yeah. They didn't want to scare know. them.
1: They'd be up all night because they' too tired to be doing all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we ain't gonna
1: scare them. So they didn't. They bed. they didn't know anything
0: about. <laughs> yeah, they just had dinner and, and all this
1: little stuff happening.
0: So when we got upstairs to our rooms, the kids and I started watching a video documentary of the town's history. uh Oh. When they got to the part about a psychic who documented various paranormal happenings at the Jerome Grand, the owners of the hotel were amazed. My kids were terrified. Do look like Apparently, one of the known dead was the hospital's engineer, who was crushed by the Otis' elevator. Foul play was suspected, but never proven. The psychic said that she experienced several areas of hot and cold in the hotel and definite feeling of anger in the old Otis. Hmm. We had had enough of the ghostly fiction that she put it in quotation. My eight-year-old son, Daniel, was by now too scared to sleep in the adjoining room. Juan let him fall asleep in our bed. I went to sleep with Daniel while Juan went to sleep in one of the twin beds in the other room. Our 10-year-old daughter, Mara, was the only one who seemed unfazed by it all, and she turned in for the night in the adjoining room without a fuss. Juan had fallen asleep in Daniel's bed in the other room, I, on the other hand, kept hearing strange noises. No. The air in the room was stuffy, so I cracked the window. "Mm Mm-mm, don't be cracking a window unless you're on a two-story. But still, people can climb. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But still. I just cracked myself up. So, it was was a still night with virtually no wind. Every time I was about to drift off, I would be awakened, either by the curtain billowing, even though there there was little wind,
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, well, the window opens, Excuse this, it. But, okay, yeah.
0: Or the door to the bathroom, which was in the middle of the two rooms, creaking as if it were slowly closing and then opening. Mm-mm. But the strangest thing of all was a feeling that someone was pushing with all their might from the hallway on the door no. to the room. No. It seemed like someone or something was very angry, and they, or it, were trying to push down the door. By that time, Daniel had fallen soundly asleep. I went to awake Juan and said... Daniel, the boy, mm-hmm. the son. I mm-hmm. uh, went to wake Juan and said, Please move, Daniel, and you come in here. I'm scared. <laughs> Put the kids out. <laughs> when I told him what I had been experiencing, he said, That's crazy. I don't believe it. Uh, I said, Okay, just wait. Because if it was me in the situation, I'd be like, was, Okay, you just wait. Yeah, I'm like, Listen, no. Listen, son, like... So, these things will start happening just as you're ready to fall asleep. Juan also felt the enormous pressure with which the door to the room was being pushed. He suggested that we open the door to see if anyone or anything was out there. No. no, But I was too terrified to do that and told him, no way. Mm
1: -hmm. No way, Jose. No way, Juan. No way, Juan.
0: No way, Juan. Okay, no. Then, just as I had finally fallen asleep, the door to the bathroom... Mysteriously opened almost all the way, and then about 10 minutes later, laser, laser <laughs> 10 minutes 10 later, <laughs> 10, minutes later 10
1: minute later, laser show,
0: it closed almost all the way from the inside from inside the bathroom, creaking very loudly. Mm-mm. There was no wind coming from the other room to cause the door to move. So, by that time, one believed that indeed there was a presence in here. Mm. It seemed to be playing with us, trying to prevent us from going to sleep. Juan got tired of the antics of this spirit with a twisted sense of humor. He shut the bathroom door so that it was firmly closed. Damn, my hair got stuck in my glasses. That hurt. I had fallen asleep. It happens quite often. (laughs) I had fallen asleep for the night, but Juan said that he woke up in the middle of the night and felt that someone was sitting on the edge of the bed. Mm -mm 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 -mm! He said he could feel someone watching him. Also, the phone rang once in the middle of the night and then stopped. Mm-mm. It could not have been an outside line since the hotel only has an old fashioned switchboard. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. The next morning, I was ecstatic that it was daylight and I was ready to check out of the Jerome Hotel or the Jerome Grand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hadn't expected to have a ghostly experience, and since I had never had one, I didn't know what to make of it. <laughs> We went down to the lobby for coffee and donuts. I told the elderly clerk, we had some interesting visitors last night. She said, oh, some people do, and your rooms are known to be the most active. Oh, cool. nice to know now. Yeah, thanks a lot. (laughs) Appreciate it. I said, I wish you would have told us that before we checked (laughs) in. (laughs) We never advertise our special visitors, she said. Oh. She went on to say that she thought that most of the spirits... She thought that most of the spirits they had were all were of the friendly if i could talk right that would be just great (laughs) i'm just gonna restart this she said she went on to say that she thought that most of the spirits they had were of the friendly and playful variety and that they did have a lot of guests coming to the hotel looking to have a ghostly experience okay so while we were getting ready to check out we had one last happening Juan and I were in the bathroom and I had set my cosmetics bag on the edge of the old fashioned tub. When I went to put something, when I went to put up something, I was using, oh my gosh. When I went to put something up that I was using back into the bag, it was sitting open in the middle of the bathtub. No. Why did you move my bag? I asked Juan. He said, oh, he said, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't touch your bag. (laughs) Both of us tried to see if the bag could have slid off the lip of the tub, but it wasn't possible without the contents of the bag spilling.
1: Yeah. I'm like, how? Yeah. No. (laughs) All I pictured was SpongeBob sliding around the floor. mm -hmm. I don't know why,
0: but no, sis. And there, oh, get the fuzz on me. And there being a big noise. Oh. It wasn't possible without all the contents of the bag spilling and there being a big noise. Mm -hmm. Another playful visitor question mark. (laughs) Who knows? Ooh. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like when I read these, I read them for the first time. It's like I read them for the first time. I, I read them. I don't want it to sound like that. So that, that was a good one. I like that one. I do too. I've liked all of these so far. So the next one is called, titled, Highway 666 Ooh. Happenings. Mm. So Highway Six six six, now called U.S. Route One Ninety One, <laughs> passes through. Hmm, Warren-C? M-O-R-E-N-C-I, Morency or Morrensi? Who knows? Close enough. Yeah. Well, it passes through there, and motorists driving in the vi- in the vicinity say say strange happenings sometimes occur along the roadway, which has the biblical si- biblical. Which has the biblical sign of the beast, the six six six, whatever. Yeah. Some say, some say love. <laughs> it is the rivers, the river, is it a river? I'm on the rose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I thought. That's no. <laughs> some say they have seen the devil on the road. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. One man driving towards Springville had a blowout. He stopped, saw that the tire appeared to be slashed, changed his spare, and proceeded. Only to have a second blowout. Mm -mm. Now I'd be mad. Now you won't. Just all right. I'm (laughs) ready. Leave my car alone. I'd be (laughs) (laughs) without a spare. This time he decided to walk for help. No. Then he noticed a spectral figure alongside the road, Mm -hmm. one that looked like the devil. No. Complete with a pitchfork, perhaps used to puncture tires. Others say a flock of white birds will circle above the hood or trunk of cars driving the route, Uh -uh, uh -uh. keeping keeping pace with vehicles even if they reach speeds of 70 miles per hour or more. When the Black Hills outside Morinsee are reached, the birds simply disappear. Mm -hmm. That's that Native American land on Black Hills. They like we gotta go Mm -hmm. sacred. He's like, "Can I help you?" (laughs) Others say they have picked up a woman hitchhiking. The woman tells them that she lives at a certain address and that their daughter, or that her daughter died 15 years ago. Then she disappears. Mm mm. Now, if somebody said, someone like got to me and then they just poof out of the air, where are you going, sis? <laughs> Ma- ma'am? Ma'am? Now, this <laughs> ridiculous. Sound like Resurrection Mary. Yeah. I'm like, um. It is a- so-, <laughs> <laughs> <it>. so, the <laughs> next one is titled, Miner of the West Stones. Hikers in the West End Mountains sometimes report being startled by the figure of a man. Clad in red flannel, long johns, the figure rushes at them. No. Crying. Mm-mm. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's just my impersonation. <laughs> She's gonna blow what yeah the universal reaction is panic obviously
1: yeah and
0: those that's confronted turn and beat a hasty retreat <laughs> once they finally stop and look back the figures disappeared he's just an old, disappeared he's an old
1: miner like gold mining I, get
0: right. out of
1: here she's gonna blow
0: <laughs> <laughs> lord have mercy but yeah just disappeared so, the next one. <laughs> That's it. You gone? Yeah, that was a short one. This next one's a mm-hmm. short one, too. Is titled, Young Women of the University. So, several people over the years have reported encountering the ghostly figure of a young woman walking the corridors yeah. of the Modern Language Auditorium at the University of Arizona. <laughs> Let's just take a moment to appreciate <laughs> that I pronounced that word correctly. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Appreciate you.
0: So, she's dressed in a long gown and wears a shawl over her shoulders. Tradition has it that many years ago, before the auditorium was built, a young woman was murdered and her body dumped in a well on the site. Oh. Okay. That's it. That's all. That's all, folks. (laughs) So, the next one is titled, The Little Buffalo Soldier. Oh. A Fort Wuchaka. Oh, my gosh. Wachuka
1: Wachuka employee. <laughs> we just went over this. <laughs> Wachuka Wachaca.
0: A Fort Wachuka employee. Wakanda. Who claims to be psychic has reported seeing the diminutive figure of a buffalo soldier. Oh. One of the black cavalry troopers who manned the post during the Indian Wars. Uh-huh. Walking near the administration buildings in the Old Post area. This is... In the vicinity of a century old building, now a warehouse, where prisoners and renegades were held and where executions, hangings, and all that would take place. Mm-hmm. But that's it. It was just, he just.
1: See a buffalo soul? Reported you know?
0: seeing it. Mm-hmm. So, this next one is called La Llorona.
1: Oh, La Llorona, like the movie that came out.
0: Ooh. But I don't ever pronounce it right.
1: Well, I've heard La Llorona, I've heard La like I've heard all kinds, so I don't know. Well, we from the South, so we say
0: how we look, how it we look, well, I do anyway. La Llorona. <laughs> <La-la-la-corona>. La Llorona. La Llorona. <laughs> so this story is one of the universal Hispanic ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of years old with many variations. Yes. Translated as The Crying Woman. She's seen traditionally in Tucson, anywhere from the South Stone Avenue underpass to the Santa Cruz River. Mm. I've always wanted to go to the Santa Cruz. Mm. One version has it that she was condemned to search for her children, whom she had drowned to spite an unfaithful husband. Mm -hmm. Another says she was promiscuous and had many children whom she drowned. Mm. When she died, she was told she couldn't enter heaven until she found them all and brought them with her. Yet another version holds that she... immigrated from Nogleson, leaving her children behind. Soon after, the Santa Cruz River flooded and the children drowned and their bodies washed down the river to Tucson. Legend has it that anyone trying to touch La La Rona will suffer a burn. Mm. Someone's excited! <laughs> he's chasing his tail. He's throwing that ass in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Alright. Mm. So there's that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm moving my... My legs numb. Okay, <laughs> my legs. So, so I may pronounce this word wrong. Um, the blessers. blazers, b l e s e r s, and then um, is it a tilde like the? It's their the last swirl, No, or is it's it? like a high. It's a
1: <laughs> like on a French word, like like a comma on in the air. It's a comma in the air. <laughs> a comma floating comma. An apostrophe? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Literally. Oh my goodness, so yeah, there was, I'm telling y'all, like, I just, I'm not that smart. I try telling people, and they don't want to listen. David. Anyway, it's somewhere, it's it's a national <laughs> monument for many years. Um, How do you spell that? T-U-M-A-C-A-C-O-R-I. Tumacar, Tumacacori. Yeah, Tumacacori. Tumacacori, a ranger at Tumacacori National Monument <laughs> for many years, lived with his wife in an old adobe home near the monument. Occasionally, unexplained noises, footsteps on a til- oh, tiled, tiled floor, <laughs> 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 doors, cl- <laughs> that <was> so hard, <laughs> doors closing at night <laughs> would occur. Blesser said once a pair of socks. Balled together was hurled against a door <laughs> apparently of the socks own violation <laughs> What? <laughs> he was not there. Blesser said once a pair of socks balled together was hurled against a door apparently of the socks own okay. Or balliti- ball- volition volition oh my gosh.
1: That's what me and my dad used to do. We used to basically play dodgeball with his tall hand yes. socks. And it, listen, it'd be like, He'd be, mm-hmm. you'd be hearing it. And we knocked a sconce off the wall and broke it. And uh-uh. I slid. We got in trouble. Mom was cleaning it up. We were just standing there like, oops. Mm-hmm. And then I slid. We kept playing after we broke the sconce. Then I slid and cut my wrist open on a piece of glass that didn't get picked up. And that's what the scar is from. My <laughs> wrist. Why we keep playing after we have knocked the sconce off the wall? We should have stopped, but we were like, "All right, it's cleaned it's up." It's funny because it's like you're talking about you and a friend, but it was you and he your dad. Like <laughs> He's like 50 years old at this <laughs> That's point, funny. just throwing socks in the house. He was. They're so much fun.
0: <laughs> Lord have mercy. Just two kids. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. My butt's numb. Okay, so, lost my spot. Lost my spot. I just had it. Oh. Mm -mm. Okay. Not easily unsettled, the Blessers took the occurrences in stride. Later, later a Tohono Odom friend Mm -hmm. paid her first visit to the Blesser home. Not seeing the door immediately, she walked around the side of the structure Realized there was no door there, retraced her steps, and went to the other side. She asked the blessers if they had company, saying that she had seen through a black window a dark-haired woman reaching to pull the chain of a hanging light bulb. She was told there was no one else in the house and that there hadn't been a hanging bulb in that room for many years. The visitor later mentioned the incident to a relative, a spiritual person, Who, unbeknownst to the Blessers, arranged to have the ghost removed. Blessers said he was disappointed. He had been amused by the presence, whatever it was. So, he liked that there was a presence. And And they got rid of it. Yeah, and they got rid of that ghost. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. So, this next one is called... Did I do that one? The Priest and the Beast? Mm-mm. Okay, I do not think so. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. you like, The priest and the beast. So, at some point in Tucson's past, legend has it, a priest was out for a walk downtown. During this... There's that word again, the L word. Leisurely? Leisurely stroll, <laughs> he senses that something was following him. The priest, believing he was being trailed by a large dog, turned his footsteps toward the Santa Cruz Church at South 6th Avenue, and East 22nd Street.
1: He's like, I'm about to get up in the house of the uh-huh. Lord.
0: <laughs> the creature behind him drew closer and closer. The priest was relieved as he approached the door of the church. Reaching toward it, he turned and saw that his stalker was not a dog after all, but a beastly, hellish thing with hooves and horns. Mm-mm. As the priest's hand touched the door, the creature disappeared. Yep. It's like you got demon bro? home. you don't reach, home. <laughs> you don't reach the home base. <laughs> so this is the last one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um it's titled Charlotte of Carl Carleton House. Okay. Fort Wachuca. Wachuca, yeah. Fort Wachuca's Carlton House is one of um is one of a row of officers' quarters built in late eighteen hundreds, still occupied today by modern day army officers. Unlike the others, however, Carlton House comes equipped with its own resident ghost, dubbed Charlotte.
1: Okay.
0: Built in 1880s as the post hospital, the building served in that capacity until 1889. And during that time, according to legend, a woman named Charlotte gave birth to a baby, which died shortly thereafter. Hmm. Charlotte herself died a few days later, never knowing whether her child was properly buried. Hmm. Her spirit in the form of a blonde young woman dressed in a flowing white gown is said to roam the house in search of her baby. Which is sad. Yeah. Several residents of the house have reported seeing such a figure have been furniture moving by itself, Mm-mm. heard noises and other unexplained phenomena. <laughs> and one corner of the living room defied efforts to heat it. So like there's like a corner in the room like where it, it, just, it just it's st- is constantly cold. cold. Yeah. Not weird. Cold spot. For days. It's a cold spot for your joints. Uh, <laughs> cause we're old. <laughs> your joints I, wish a cold I wish I had a cold spot. I wish I had a cold spot. I'd sit in there. Cause my mom always trying to turn the heat on. I'm like, Mommy, it's hot in here. That's true. She is. It's does. cold. <laughs> like the whole house is her cold spot. Just sitting there. It's like, is the heat on? <laughs> <laughs> sure enough it is.
1: Yes, cause I'm freezing in here.
0: Even though she got a heating blanket she can curl up on the couch with.
1: True. And I gave I got her that little hand yeah. warmer thing for Christmas. She can sit with a
0: hand warmer in her hand. Wrapped all around. <laughs> from, the,
1: from the fingers to the wrist. <laughs> Look
0: well. Look at the, the wrist. That's the end of Arizona Ghost number two. Part two. Whichever you want to refer to. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Loved it.
1: So our news. That we have. Is that, you know, it's been me and Chelsea for a couple of weeks. And that is because Sarah is no longer able to do the podcast with us anymore. And... Makes us sad. Yes. So,
0: this will be the last episode of and Sugar. The last one. But, some good news is that Deidre and I... Look at me being proper. Ooh. Deidre and I have made our own podcast yes Or working on our own podcast and it's basically ready we just have to do a couple more tweaks but we have a name
1: yes finally we've been finally to figure one out for as long as we've known that you know we were going to end screaming sugar mm-hmm. we didn't want to keep doing it without sarah because we all started it together but we didn't want to stop podcasting because we enjoy it so much. And so we were like, like yeah, we love doing it. Yeah, we were like, okay, we're gonna keep this going. We just gotta figure out what we're gonna
0: name it. And we found a name. Are y'all ready? We're gonna announce it in three, two, one, a, a million, million murders! murders. A da, million da, 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 da. murders. That's what it's called. Yes. So this is gonna be our last episode, like Deidre said. Yeah. So you'll have to look us up. <clears throat> Excuse me. You'll have to look us up on Spotify. We'll be on Spotify. We'll be on anything that we're on now with Scream and Sugar. So whatever you're listening to us on, we'll be on that.
1: So our new email address will be A million murders at
0: gmail.com. Yes. And we'll have an Instagram as well. Yep, and that'll be A million murders. Or a million murders podcast. Um, thought about making a Facebook.
1: Yeah, with might it
0: too. We might, might have a Facebook. Mm-hmm. never know. Might have Facebook. Never ever know. Look us up on ABC News, not skin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, we're gonna go out with a bang on this one, I guess, and say that thank you all that have listened to us, and we hope that you all continue yes. to listen to us. And follow us on our new journey through A Million Murders podcast.
1: Yes, we appreciate all of y'all for tuning in and, you know, the support, the
0: love,
1: and the laughter. Yes. Thanks to Sarah for, you know, she's the one who pretty much started the podcast. Yeah, got everything up and running and did all the stuff, you know, and so we appreciate her. We appreciate you
0: all. Appreciate your girl and all you audiences that listen to us and are committed to us. Yes, so thank you. We love y'all. Yes, we love you. Each and every one of y'all. Each and every one of you 89 listeners. (laughs) We hope that you continue to listen to us on A Million Murders and have your friends and your family come like us on there. Yeah. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed today's last episode and we hope that... All your dreams come true. (laughs) I'm Chelsea. And I'm Deidre. And this has been the
1: best. I was going to just say Screaming Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Screaming Sugar. End scene. This (laughs)
0: has been. (laughs) No. But we'll go out and we'll say. We'll sign off one last time. We hope you keep listening.
1: And remember to. Keep it sweet. sweet.